Yep, that's right. It's time for the InvestWell Show. I am so excited for you. You know, I'll tell you, Randy, this is something that uh, we're going to talk about today is the government, is the government planning your retirement. It's like, what? Yeah, the government's planning a lot of things for you, folks, and they might be planning your retirement, too. So we want to talk today about some things that I think are so crucial in relation to what that looks like, because I know, Randy, you always, before you make any decisions, I know you, mm -hmm. you always consult what would the government do? You know, it used to be like, what would Jesus do, WWJD? Randy says, what would the government yeah, do? I'm just, I'm, I'm so proud of you for that. I'm relying on that government to take care of me, Michael. That's, that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> um, You're just an equal opportunity wow. receiver. <laughs> You're an equal opportunity receiver. Well, you know, today we want to talk about specifically to you out there that has a 401k or a 403b or a 40 whatever, a 4040 and you're retiring. You're trying to retire. You're building wealth. You're saying, someday I want to retire. Most of you know that if you don't, we got a division that helps companies with their 401k planning. And uh, we do uh, planning that way, as well as helping higher net worth families with their wealth through wall private wealth and U.S. private wealth. You can find out more about those by going to leanonthewall.com. But I really thought today it would be important on this show to talk about, is the government planning your retirement? Because I'll tell you, you know, while we make jokes of it, Randy, what would WWGD, what would the government do? <laughs> okay. Randy, th there is a lot of things that are happening and that have happened, quite honestly, you know, it's the Security Act, CARES Act, Trump Act, Savers Act, CARES Act 2. You know, the Sonic Hedgehog movie was out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all of these different things that are going on that people say, what is happening and what is going on? And, you know, quite honestly, most people aren't even aware of them because they've been so caught up with, the, you know, the coronavirus from Mexico. I mean, from uh, uh, from from Houston. I mean, from uh, from somewhere. Houston, we have a problem. Right. But at the end of the day. People are saying what is going on in the world globally, and they're not even paying attention to what's happening a lot of times with some of the regulations that actually affect their wealth. Well, there are a lot of people out there right now that with all that is going on are saying, I'm just too busy to think about my investments right yeah. now. I'm too busy to talk about retirement planning right mm -hmm. now. But at the same time, the government is not too busy. And they no. have been working overtime, really, Michael, in the last six months. I mean, we talked all last year about something called the SECURE Act. Yeah. And it finally got passed. And it we didn't even think it would get passed because yep. they kept talking and talking and talking. And then all of a sudden, right before the end of the year, the RMD gauge goes up to 72. They yeah. eliminate the stretch IRA. And it yeah. changes retirement planning. Who is keeping track of all this stuff. Yeah. And the stretch has nothing to do with your skin on your face when you get older. Okay. That is not the kind of stretch we're talking about. What we're talking about is uh, the stretch IRA. Things like, obviously you pass away, you have an IRA, that IRA account transfer. So let's say you have an investment that's an IRA, right? An individual retirement account. And it was a, a benefit that the government basically allowed for investors over the years, just like you, to be able to save money. So in an IRA, you save money every year. Uh, now, a lot of times you may have heard the term the Roth IRA versus the traditional IRA. A Roth IRA, just for context here, a Roth IRA is when you put money away every year or you save money, you invest it into something, whether it be through you know, a work vehicle or whether it be through uh, just an investment account like TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Scott Trade or wherever it is. And that Roth IRA covering, by the way, has nothing to do with the investments inside of it. 
It has everything to do with how taxes work mm -hmm. on the money. So just make sure that you understand that. So with a Roth IRA, you put money away and you invest it into, could be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, I mean, could be whatever, annuities, whatever they may be. And you put that money away and you invest it. And what happens is, is you know, let's say you take $10,000 and you invest it into a Roth IRA as an example for the year. Well, you're going to pay taxes as though it were income on that 10000 mm -hmm. And then that $10,000 goes into a Roth. And then that money grows every year tax-free because you've already paid the taxes. So as an example, if you pay taxes on the 10000 you know, it might cost you $2,000 in taxes, right? Because you made the 10000 you pay the two grand in taxes. Well, let's say you still put that ten grand in because you used another 2000 to pay the taxes. Well, that 10000 now is growing tax-free. So in 30 years, that ten grand might be worth, you know, whatever it's worth, 100 grand, 200 grand, whatever, but all of the growth is now tax-free. In a traditional IRA, what happens is the government has allowed people the ability to put that money in, let's say that same 10000 but the difference is that year that you put money into the IRA, it's not counted as taxable. So you get a tax deferral. So in other words, that $10,000 can actually become a deduction on your income. So if your income for the year is, you know, $200,000, just to pick a number, and you put ten grand into a traditional IRA, now on paper, your income, you're only taxed on $190,000. You get a $10,000 tax deduction. But then what happens is that $10,000 in the traditional IRA that you put away grows every year in whatever the investment is, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, whatever it may be. And you're in a place where that over the years that money grows, let's say that grows to 200000 as an example. But now all of the growth is taxable. Mm -hmm. It's all taxable when you pull it out. So the Roth, you pay taxes now, and all of the growth is tax-free. The IRA, traditional IRA, you don't pay taxes now, and all of the growth is taxable. So the question, if you're younger, by the way, should be, do I want to pay taxes today on the value that's right here at hand, or do I want to pay taxes later on a much greater value? And if you're paying attention, you can do math a little bit. Let me say it this way. If you know what two plus two is, Randy, I hope you can answer that question. It's four. Okay, good. If you know what two plus two is, you should probably say, you know, the reality of it is I think I'd rather pay taxes today mm -hmm. than pay taxes in the future. Now, what Randy mentioned there about the SECURE Act and the the stretch and how that's kind of been done away with, well, what the government did is it allowed so that way folks that have been saving, you know, monies in an IRA all of these years, or maybe they had a 401k, because any retirement plan you may or may not be aware of this, but any retirement plan that you have, whether it's a 401k, a 403b, you know, 457, deferred comp, whatever that looks like, all of those investments when you retire and then you actually say, I want to roll this money out of my company. I'll give you an example, Randy. We literally just had a gentleman through Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth where we helped and he had a, he wasn't retiring yet. He's going to be retiring in about two years and he had a, a decent portion that he was able to roll out of his current company's 401k plan. Now we did that because he wanted to have more diversity. He wanted to have more investment options. He wanted to have more access to things that he just did not have inside of the 401k. And so we were able to help him roll that money out. And when we rolled it over, we rolled it over to an IRA. The reason we did that 
is because we are able to move it over to another investment, which gives us a lot more opportunities to do kind of whatever we wanted to do with the monies as far as what the underlying investments were and not pay any taxes, mm-hmm. right? IRA so, to IRA. Yeah, I mean, well, technically 401k to IRA. Gotcha. But it's a qualified plan. A qualified plan is monies that have not yet been taxed, okay? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that happens and for the purpose of diversity. But then let's say he's in a place where that IRA account that he has now continues to grow and then he passes away and he wants that money to go to the kids. Well, in the past, instead of the kids getting that money in a lump sum, right, they get a, let's just say they get $5 million in a lump sum and it's all in an IRA account. Well, what would happen is, is they would have to pay taxes on all of that money now. So it's basically is like their income went up by $5 million for the year. So now they'd have to pay taxes on $5 million and whatever the ordinary income bracket rate would be, let's just say it's 40%. It's 37 is the highest federal now, but let's just say it was 40% to round up. You know, that would be $2 million in taxes. Well, the stretch would allow the kids to stretch that income over a period of time. Well, now that's eliminated. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that's changed. You talked about the SECURE Act, which is people with IRAs where they need, they're required to take out what's called a required minimum distribution. So you might be in a place where you have an IRA account. You're like, you know what? I'm retired and I don't really need to take money out of my IRA. You know, I have enough other just working capital or I got a pension or I got other things and I don't need to take monies out. Well, the government says, we don't care if you need to take it or not. We've allowed you to save money in taxes over the years by investing into some type of a retirement plan, 401k or whatever it may be. And now we're we're making you take money out. So the age that you had to start taking money out of your IRA used to be 70 and a half, and now it's 72. Mm -hmm. The CARES Act is an interesting one, Randy, because it actually waives RMDs for the year and allowed you to take money from your 401k before... 59 and a half with no penalty. Now that didn't used to be the case. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be like, if you wanted to go buy a new surfboard, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you couldn't just go do it and, and do take money from your IRA without a penalty. Kidding, of course, but they've waived that. So the CARE Act really allows so people can take some monies that way without penalty. And I think that's a big deal. And a lot some, of people don't know about that. Some of these things are because of the sort of emergency situation we're in right now. If 40 million people unemployed. Yeah. So the government has stepped in and said, if you need access to some of this money as an emergency, they're going to allow you to do that. I mean, yeah. and President Trump came up with an idea of tapping into your Social Security early for emergency money. The yeah. Savers Act kind of doing the same thing here, saying that their proposal was you could triple the amount of money you can contribute to your IRA and 401k just this year. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the important thing for people to understand here is some of these are ongoing, like the stretch Mm -hmm. and the secure act, which is now you got to take, you know, RMDs at 72 and that kind of thing. Okay. And some of these are just temporary. Mm hmm. So that's important to understand. So as you're listening to this, you might say, well, geez, okay, what does that mean? Now, what we're not suggesting is, is that you go out and just deplete your 401k. Right. Right. Because that's your future retirement. That's your safe. You always want to look for ways to improve your investments. You always want to look for ways to improve your investment structure. But we just want you to be aware that there are some things here this year. You know, like a lot of times with a 401k, you're going to be limited as far as how much you can put in it. And a lot of people, a lot of CPAs out there, a lot of tax preparers will recommend to their clients to put money in a 401k, Randy, because they're going to save money in taxes Mm -hmm. for the year, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of different ways to save money in taxes. You know, whether you're a lower income earner and you're wherever you are there, or you're a higher income earner. We have clients that are 
you know, income earners that are that are making millions of dollars a year. And on that end, there's a lot of advanced strategy that we can bring in. There's a gentleman, for example, at the end of last year that we were able to save almost $600,000 in taxes last year. And we were using a, a defined easement strategy, which helped him in some of the things that he was doing, investing into, you know, a mining company that it was ended up turned to land that was turned to an easement. And we were able to save a significant amount of money in taxes. Mm-hmm. That's not always appropriate. Right? Obviously, somebody that's younger, that's growing they don't have that same maybe intake. And so they're saying, what can I do? And some of the things that they can do is, is save money in taxes. But in the Savers Act, it, it actually opens up that capacity. So instead of putting just X amount of dollars for the year in your 401k, you can actually triple that amount that you can put in this year only for right now anyways, that we're aware of. And unless it continues to get kicked down the can and you can do it more, but it allows you to save more and save money in taxes as well this year, which I think is interesting. It's interesting that they're messing around with the RMD age too here. It's already gone from yeah. 70 and a half to 72. The CARES Act Part 2 is thinking about moving it up to 75. And yeah. the two guys that wrote the SECURE Act are now proposing that we eliminate RMDs altogether. So, yeah. I mean, if you are approaching retirement and you have a strategy, and even if you had a retirement plan that was built one year ago, this, yeah. this may affect you and you have to sit down and say, okay, new rules. Now I got to figure out what do I do now. Yeah, this is important. So you got two sides of the coin. You got younger people that might be listening to this that are saying, well, what should I do? Well, first off, if you're, if you're stressing, again, you can pull money out of your 401k this year before 59 and a half because of the CARES Act without a penalty. If you're in a place where you're not excited about how your 401k is performed, and you're an executive or C-suite level or, or close to that, you know, you can feel free to reach out to our firm and we can talk about how maybe some of the planning that we can help you implement could help you improve that planning side of life. All you got to do, need to do there is just go to leanonthewall.com, reach out to our firm, or real simple, you can just text the word wall, text the word wall, W-A-L-L, to the number 22828. So text the word wall, W-A-L-L, to 22828 and say, hey, I got a question about my 401k plan and I'd like to connect you with the people that are responsible for the plan and we can come give your plan a second opinion, our team, and talk about that. If you're on the other side of the pendulum and you're retired, let's say you're, you know, you're 55, 60, 65, 70-ish, and you're in a place where you're like, hey, you know, what, what's going to go on with my RMDs? What does that look like? Like Randy said, the planning has changed and it's changed even from what's happened six months ago. Yeah. So we got to evaluate what does that look like? Same kind of thing for you. All you got to do is go to leanonthewall.com or you can just go ahead and text the word wall, W-A-L-L, to 22828 and just, you know, say retirement plan. And you got a question and we'll go ahead and reach out to you on that on that capacity. And it's interesting, Randy, a lot of the studies that have been done around people kind of where are they getting their information in relation to retirement? You, you would pose some research here, which I love talking about the Harris poll that talked to about 2000 people. And out of those 2000 people, there were 1370 of them that were retired. So out of the 2000 people, the Harris poll talked to asking the question is retirement planning too complicated. 2000 people, 1370 of them are retired. 630 
were nearing retirement. And it was interesting, some of the findings. I'll let you share some of the findings. I thought this was interesting. 70% of the people thought that retirement planning was too complicated. And I, I thought that was very interesting. And then they asked them, well, where are you getting your information about retirement planning? Why yeah. is it too complicated? 43% of them said they're doing their own research, doing that on their own. 39% said they get it from their employer. And 27% said they're getting it from a family member. Now, you notice that not one here yet has said financial advisor. <laughs> and then finally down the list, number, yeah. 24% of them said they're getting their information from a financial advisor. So I look at that and say, well, no wonder it's too complicated. You're trying to do this yourself. Yeah, I mean, listen, again, as you're listening to this show, I want you to think about this. First off, is there a lot of bad advice out there? Yes. So let me just preface that, Randy. There's a lot of bad advice out there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of financial advisors. There's a lot of financial people that don't know what they're doing. I hate to say it, but it's true. It, it really is true. There, there's just a lot of people in the industry that are flat out lazy. And I think that's why it's so important when you look at a firm or when you look at someone to get help, you know, you got to understand what is their history? What is their knowledge? What is their experience? And where are they coming from? So I understand why people may want to kind of go it on their own, but you got to know it would be like going to get open heart surgery and say, I'm going to go Google this and research this and read about this and do my own research and then try and lay on the table with my own things and <laughs> with a mirror on top mm. and say, I'm going to do this all by myself. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. You know, when you talk about getting information from your employer, you know, you said 39% of the people out there are getting information from their employer. Well, your employer might be really good at whatever industry or, or business that they're in. But the reason that they don't implement their own 401k plan or the reason they're not necessarily helping with investment structure and things in general is because that's not what they do. They're good at the lane that they're in. They're not good at helping someone retire. And family members, I mean, that can be sketchy. Somebody that can throw out a lot of terminology and sound really smart in relation to finances, might you might say, oh, I, Uncle Charlie is super smart when it comes to investments. He's really, really, really wise. But he might be able to share some things and share insight that you may not understand, but that doesn't mean necessarily that he's an expert in the space. So I think it's important to say, where should I go? And I, I think that's one of the reasons, Randy, that we talk a lot about the idea around at our firms is the fact that, you know, we believe that education is the foundation of good decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you have to apply that education, but education is the foundation of good decisions. And we, we present and we really put out there before anyone even reaches out to our firm in a lot of ways, we put a lot of information out there, whether it's, you know, our book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It's a simple, easy read, best-selling book, 110 pages, kind of workbook style that helps you simply understand the concepts you need to understand. Obviously, we do this podcast here, the Invest Well Show, specifically to help people gain more knowledge, hopefully have some fun along the way, so that way they can invest better and retire well and all of those types of things, helping people in that capacity. And then, you know, a lot of just other Forbes articles that I've written out there and a lot of other things that we've done. Even when I commentated nationally for media, Randy, for, you know, almost six years, CNBC, Fox, Bloomberg, all this stuff, the goal and the intent was to share things in such a way that people could clearly understand things and, and industry language around the financial space to help them make better financial decisions. So I think it's so important that when people look at what they're doing, I think you got to think about what can I do to learn more? And to that end, what I've done 
is I've actually gone down the process and we're putting together a, we'll call it a retire well video series. It's going to be, you know, the invest well show retire well series. And it's going to be a couple videos diving into the efficient portfolio, understanding building a solid financial house and a variety of other, other videos that are really going to be impactful to help you know what you need to know so you can make good decisions. And number two, really more importantly, probably where to go to get that information so you can make good decisions. And if you want to learn more about that, again, all you got to do is text the word wall, uh, W-A-L-L, to 22828. Just text the word wall to 22828. And when you get a response text, just put in the fact that you want info on retire series, retirement series, or whatever it may be there. That'll be real clear to the team and we'll be able to guide you and direct you and where you need to go. Randy, I think that's so important, though, is people need to be armed with the right knowledge so they can make good decisions and step out of the noise of today. Well, I think that when you sit around with a group of people and money comes up and somebody says, well, my financial advisor says, you remember the old E.F. Hutton commercials? Yeah. When E.F. Hutton talks and then they, everybody yeah. puts their hand up to their ear, everybody wants to know. We feel that way about financial advisors. We want that information. And mm-hmm. I've got a study in front of me that says only three in 10 people actually have a financial advisor in their life giving them information. And when yeah. you ask people how they feel about that, I mean, I got a study in front of me from Northwestern Mutual, and it says, do you feel more financially secure? The people with a financial advisor, 66% of them said yes. If you don't, 31% of them said yes. And what we've just gone through, can you endure up and down markets? The people with a financial advisor, 73% said yes. The people without, 30% said yes. So there is a value there to having somebody on your team who is professionally trained and does this for a living. And I think there's a lot that should be said for that, Michael. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And I think not only that is, listen, content is king in a lot of ways. We know that. But it's also you have to make sure that the content and the information that you're getting is independent. Mm. That's important. Mm-hmm. So when you look at these big, large, massive companies that are saying, hey, here's this and here's that. And you mentioned a name and one that I won't go back and resurface. But, ah. you know. You know, it's important that, that you're saying these companies are independent in the nature of their of their opinions. Obviously, everybody's trying to grow business. Everybody's trying to help you. But, you know, one of the things, Randy, and I'll end, we'll kind of land the show with this note. One of the things that I have strived to do over the years of helping families and as our team now, you know, in addition is helping families with their wealth, protect, grow, reduce taxes, that those are the strategies that we're looking to implement as well as helping them with, do they need, what kind of legacy planning do they need? Do they need a trust? Do they need a will? Do they need a power of attorney? What do we do with long-term care? What do we do with all of these other issues that they may face? You know, transitioning wealth to, to heirs and creating an income plan and protecting what they have and growing it and all of these things while saving taxes. Those are all things we look to focus on. But one of the things that we've done for, you know, 18, 19 years or more now is, insured, really tried to make sure, Randy, I guess I should say that the information that we're providing is completely independent. So if people feel that they need help with insurance planning from one of our companies, you know, we can do that. If people feel like they need help with investment planning, we can do that. If people feel like they need help with, you know, private equity style investments, we can do that. If people feel that they need help with, you know, direct real estate, you know, advanced tax planning, whatever, we can do that as well. 
And we've always wanted to come at it from a lens of we are being completely independent. In other words, I don't work for some big, massive company mm -hmm. that has their own proprietary product that is just putting information out there and content out there. And then ultimately, they're just trying to funnel people down the lane of selling their own proprietary product. Now, I'm not saying the proprietary product is always wrong. But what I am saying is, is sometimes the lens can be skewed a little bit. If you have these big, massive companies out there sharing information to people about retirement and their needs, but then ultimately they say, hey, we've got a great solution for you, and it's this product, and it's their own. Not that that product is bad, but how do you know that it's right? You know, it'd be like going to a doctor that said, I got a solution for you, and let me first off, let me evaluate your situation, and then ultimately what they continue to seem to prescribe is their own proprietary product, what they've made. It causes the consumer to say, is this really what's best for me? You know, he's led me down this, they call it the Socratic method of leading people to a decision, right? Asking questions. And now all of a sudden we're leading down a path of, is this really right for me? I don't know. How do I really know? What else is out there? You know, I may not want just, you know, a cheeseburger. I might want something else. I want something else to eat, so to speak, along the way. What's healthier out there for me? So, you know, as long as those disclaimers are there, I love what Jim Gaffing says about McDonald's. He says, listen, people, they never said they were a farmer's market. <laughs> okay. They sell cheeseburgers and fries, period. But, you know, you know, so they're trying to not say this is what the only thing, this is what we do, right? So when you come to your investments, you need to know, is the advice independent? And that's one of the things that we've tried to compile really for the consumers that we work with over the years is really have an independent perspective. And then when we find that a client needs insurance planning or they need investment planning or they need private, they need all these other things, real estate investments, et cetera. We go at it and say, well, let's shop the industry, see what's out there and try and bring best of strategies to the table really operating as our family's client's CFO so they can align a plan and we can line a plan with them together that's non-biased, completely holistic, completely well-rounded, and designed to help them as we navigate along the way really maximize their overall retirement structure and every aspect of it. So, Randy, any last words before we land the plane? No, I just think there's a lot of good information here, and one of the things that I think people should take away from this show is – if you don't take charge of it, government will. And yeah. they're, they're changing the laws. They're changing the line. They're changing the rules. And we yeah. need to be up on all that that is going on because it can certainly change the way your retirement can look. So you got to keep yeah. up on all that stuff. Yeah, you got to be aware of it. And that's one of the reasons we do this show. So you got questions, reach out to us, leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com or just shoot us a text. Text the word WALL, W-A-L-L, -L, to 22828. Again, the word WALL to 22828. And we look forward to uh, connecting with many of you soon. As always, our goal is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. And take a moment, share this show with someone you know. Someone that you know has got a 401k or someone that you know is working right now. Someone that you know is concerned about their life right now and their investment structure. Send it to them and you will uh, be doing a lot to help them as well and their financial journey. Hope you have a great one. Talk to you soon.
Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth, Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 00010.